0: One of my favorite tech tools that I'm using with my choirs right now is BandLab. And the great thing about BandLab is that even after this crazy pandemic is over, it's something that I will still be able to use with my choirs. In today's episode, I'm going to give you 10 reasons why you should be using BandLab with your choirs. All right, here we go. (laughs) and hello everyone welcome to the choir director corner podcast i am your host mount walker thanks so much for joining me today Well, before we get started, make sure that you hit subscribe so that those new episodes of the podcast will automatically download into your podcast app of choice. All right, quick, go do that and then come on back. Hit subscribe. All right, here we go. So if you have been listening and enjoying the podcast, I'd love to hear from you as well. Send me an email at matt, M-A-T-T, at com, And let me know what in the podcast you found helpful, as well as any ideas for topics or guests that you would like to see on the podcast. I would really enjoy hearing from you. It's always great to hear from those that are listening and to get your input. Well, as I mentioned in the intro, in today's episode, we are going to discuss the 10 reasons why you should be using BandLab with your choir. Now, if you're unfamiliar with BandLab, BandLab is a DAW, or what we call a digital audio workstation. So there are a few of these that are out there. Um, It's sort of like a collaborative online version of GarageBand. If you've ever seen GarageBand or maybe Audacity, um, it's very similar to that. Uh, Again, it's got the ability to collaborate. It's built online. And then there are a lot more features to it um, than in addition to what you would get from a, a GarageBand or an Audacity. Now originally, as far as uh, a digital audio workstation, last spring when everything went online, I was using SoundTrap. Now that's another DAW that you might be familiar with. And the great thing about last spring with SoundTrap was it was free. They decided to do Uh, sort of a free trial for music educators. And so I was using that. Um, I've been a part of a couple different projects with some colleagues of mine where they used Soundtrap, so I was familiar with it. And so I started using that a little bit last spring. Well, when we got to the start of this school year... Um, Soundtrap was no longer free and so I started to explore some alternatives and again it was another colleague of mine that invited me to uh, be a part of a project and he was using BandLab and so I got sort of an introduction to BandLab I could see how it worked and I could see it's very similar to to Soundtrap has a lot of sort of the same features, works on the inside of it very much the same way, and it has a lot of the same bells and whistles that Soundtrap has. And so through my 10 reasons why you should be using BandLab, you'll hear some of the reasons why I eventually decided then to switch over from Soundtrap over to BandLab. So let's get started with these 10 reasons, all right? Here we go. So, number one, it's Free. And this was one of the big reasons why I made the switch. You know, as I mentioned, Soundtrap starting this fall, not free anymore. Um, and if you want your students to be able to use it, you've also got to have student accounts as well. And so, really, there's just no beating the cost of uh, Band Lab for education because it's free. So I know many educators out there, you are on a budget, both with yourselves, but also maybe your program doesn't have the budget to invest this money in student accounts on a lot of things. And so the fact that it is free, I think, is a huge positive. Reason number two is it's secure. Now, everything that I'm talking about today, this is BandLab for Education. So it is edu.edu. Bandlab.com, right? The straight bandlab.com, it's similar, but it's not really geared towards education, right? There might be a few more bells and whistles on the side of music creation, but the edu.bandlab, bandlab for education, is what you're going to want. It is very secure. So you're creating your own classrooms, and then you are inviting the students in your ensembles into that classroom usually with an email address okay so any student that shouldn't be in there they're not going to have access to to your band lab for education classroom now along with the band lab for education is it's also copa compliant c-o-p-p-a right if uh, your school your district is concerned with uh, that part of student security student privacy this is copa compliant and so that is uh, a good thing for us as well as educators keeping that student information private and secure. And really, it's not collecting a lot of student information really whatsoever. Basically, an email address, and that's about it. Okay, so again, just making sure that we are looking at BandLab for Education. That's edu.edu bandlab.com okay now reason number three is that bandlab for education is web based so it's gonna work from anywhere that you have an internet connection now this also means there's no software to download okay so if you are your students are on devices where they are not able to download anything onto their device doesn't matter. There is no software to download with download with Bandlab for Education. And it also means you don't have to worry about memory on your devices, your hard drive space when you're saving files, because all of those files, when they save their work inside of Bandlab for Education, it's all saved to the cloud. Okay, so it's all web-based, all saved to the cloud. So very easy to use from that perspective. Number four, fourth reason is the software in and of itself is very easy to use. You know, I mentioned uh, GarageBand, I mentioned Audacity. So the act of recording, of editing audio inside the system. It's all very simple. It's all very user friendly. And so, you know, with this school year, we spent the first week, the first couple of classes, because we weren't every day or every other day, essentially, we were just using that first week to sort of teach our students how to use the technology. And they took to it very easily. Again, it's very user-friendly, very straightforward. I made a 10-minute video tutorial for my students, posted it online where they can find it so they could easily refer back to that as a resource. Now, Lab for Education does work on most laptops. So any Macs, any PCs, on Chromebooks. It even works on Chromebooks as well. Now, the one negative, as of this recording, the EDU version does not work on cell phones. So if your students are trying to record on their phone, they're not going to be able to have that capability. Now, there is sort of a workaround with that, and I'll get to that here in just a second. okay? But any Macs, any PC laptops, any Chromebooks, you are good to go go reason number five if you are a google classroom person band for education integrates directly with google classroom so you can easily share assignments give them reminders right and they can easily submit their assignments then all through Google Classroom. Now, if you're not a Google Classroom person, you know, maybe you're someone like me that has Canvas, you can easily share projects and assignments with a link. So you just copy that link, And for instance, in Canvas, I can then post that link right into an assignment. They go into Canvas, they click on the assignment, they click on that link that's posted there, and it will take them then right over to Ban Lab for Education where then they can work on that project or assignment. So it works very easily that way as well. Now reason number six, you can use Band Lab to create practice tracks. I hear all the time, how do you create practice tracks? You know, what is your process? What software you use? And BandLab makes that so simple. You can just record directly with the microphone on your laptop. It doesn't have to be uh, a fancy microphone. Now, I will say if you're working on a Chromebook, a lot of the times with the Chromebooks, the microphones on there, the audio quality isn't the greatest. Latest. So if you're preparing something for your students to use like a practice track, you might try to use a different device, you know, using a different PC, laptop or A Mac and recording it that way. Or if you can find just a really inexpensive USB mic you know I use the Audio-Technica 2100. Fairly inexpensive. Plugs right into your laptop and then you can record directly into your device and the audio quality will be much better with uh, a, just a very simple, basic you know inexpensive microphone like that now, when you're doing practice tracks, you can also upload files into your project. Now I talked about you know sort of that workaround around with recording, so you can record a track in in, in mp three format. And then you can upload that into your BandLab project. So for instance, I have an iPhone, so I can record on the Voice Memos app, export that uh, to myself as an MP3, and then I can download that MP3, and I can just drag and drop that right into my band lab for education project works really nice and you know if you're sort of stuck with the chromebook as far as recording this might be a workaround because typically even recording to your phone that audio is going to be a much higher quality so you can just record on your phone export that and then drag and drop that as an mp3 into your band lab for education project. So that is reason number six. It's great for creating practice tracks. Reason number seven, you can create singing assessments. And this is something that I'm doing currently with my choirs where they have sort of the project that they can use for practice tracks, but then they can record directly into that when I turn that then project into a singing assessment. And so it shows up, you know, uh, Band Lab for Education calls them assignments. And so you can create an assignment. They can go in and listening to that track with their earbuds or their headphones, then they can record into their device and you can use that to assess their singing of whatever repertoire you're using or whatever, um, you know, if you're doing some sight reading. Okay. Now you do have the option of including a due date date inside of Band Lab for Education on these assignments. Now, I would caution you a little bit. One of the things that I have found is that if students go in past that due date that's listed inside of Band Lab, they won't be able to open the project and record themselves. They might be able to open the project, but they won't be able to record and save their singing as part of that assignment. And so it's an easy fix. You can go in and just push back the due date inside there. It might just be easier just to not even put a due date inside of BandLab. If you're creating this as an assignment in canvas or google classroom you can put the due date in there but sort of avoiding that due date inside of band lab because it is a bit cumbersome to have to go in you know every time uh, you know someone's trying to turn in a late singing assignment right and having to change that date but you can certainly do that but just be aware if there are issues as far as students recording, and that was something that I found out, is that a lot of times it's because it's past that due date and you have to go in and change that due date. Okay, But it's great for singing assessments. You could even include the piano accompaniment in that track. And so when my singers go in, they're... Listening to the piano accompaniment as well as their parts. You know, if you really sort of want to up the difficulty level, just put in the piano part. And there's no vocal tracks and they have to sing uh, with just the piano. So you've got different levels even that you can do inside of those singing assessments. So that's number seven. Number eight, inside of Band Lab for Education, you can grade those assignments and also give those students feedback. So when you go into that student's submission inside of that assignment, it has a a selection of grades that you can choose. You can choose the points, but then it also has a field where you can type in comments. So you can do comments directly into uh, BandLab for those singers if you want to. Inside of BandLab, there is also a chat for a one-to-one function with your students so if your student has a question they can directly in bandlab without even having to send an email they can uh, start a chat with you and ask that question and then you can put that response back into uh, that chat right inside of Band lab for Education. So that is a cool feature as well. But the ability to grade assignments and give those students that feedback right inside of the system. You don't even have to uh, do it in you know, your Canvas or your Google Classroom, whatever you're using, Schoology. You can just do that directly into Uh, BandLab. And so that really will save you a lot of time as sort of giving your students that feedback that they need. Okay, so that's number eight. Number nine, you can create a wide variety of projects, right? So it's not just practice tracks, not just singing assessments. You can really use sort of your imagination. There is a function inside of BandLab for Educations where students can collaborate on a project. So you can, you know, just have them even creating their own music, their own project, uh, like a composition project, right, where they can collaborate with each other in small groups. Now, how that works is it's one student at a time is able to add their track so you know maybe each student picks their sort of their quote-unquote different instrument that they are using and there's because there's lots of different instrument sounds inside of the band lab for education system and so then one by one they are then able to sort of layer on top of each other these different uh creations these different tracks now there are also pre-loaded into BandLab for Education I think believe it's in the thousands of these pre-recorded loops and so you know if doing a composition project having your students go in and collaborate and then they can use these pre-recorded loops as well or maybe it's just an individual project right where each student goes in and using the loops that are pre-recorded you know say okay I want you to use two loops, and then I want you to record two parts of your own to add into that, yeah? And so their own creation. So with composition, they might not necessarily be notating it out, but they're able to get into... Band lab and create, right? And just creating as far as sound and learning about form. And sure, they are learning some basics about composition as well. So that is reason number nine. Number 10, our final reason and this might be the best one, is that you can continue to use BandLab even after this crazy pandemic is over with, right? All of these things that I have talked about, the practice tracks, the assessments, the projects, these are all things that you can do once you are back to meeting in person every single day, right? And these are all things that students can do outside of rehearsal time so you're not having to you know have students you know take time out of your rehearsals to do individual assessment this is all stuff that they can do uh, from home this is stuff that they can do to prepare whatever repertoire you are working in between rehearsals right Um, these are all Projects that they can collaborate with uh, their classmates and do that again outside of rehearsal from home. There have been a lot of tools, technology tools, that have cropped up over the past several months as everything has gone virtual. And to me, the best tools are the ones that you're going to be able to continue to use. Once again, we get quote unquote back to normal. There's so a lot of great tools out there, but to me, you know if you're you're spending all of this time to learn how to use something new, then it should be something that you are going to continue to use and then not just two months later just say, oh, well, we're back in person now. I'm not going to use this anymore. And so it may have helped you for a little bit, but in some ways you just wasted all of that time in learning this new software, right, and learning these different techniques. Let's make it be something that you're going to continue to use and that you and your students, are going to continue to benefit from. Well, those are my 10 great reasons why you should be using BandLab with your choirs. Now, if you've got more questions about BandLab, feel free to send me an email at matt at choirdirector.com. Again, that's matt at choirdirector.com. And let me know. And if you want to dive deeper into BandLab, I will be doing a live online training inside of our Choir Director Corner community membership the week after Thanksgiving, when this podcast airs, it's the week before Thanksgiving. So the week after Thanksgiving, I will be doing this live online training where I go through all of the nuts and bolts of BandLab. How to record tracks, edit audio, create assignments, the whole nine yards. Now this training will only be available to our community membership members so if you'd like to find out more about the membership you can go directly to choirdirectorcorner.com forward slash community again choirdirector.com forward slash community and i will be sure to put a link down in the show notes for you Well, my friends, that is it for today's episode. Don't forget to hit subscribe. And again, if you'd be so kind, please leave the podcast a review. I would greatly appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening, and I will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the Choir Director Corner Podcast. Don't forget to check us out over on Facebook at www.choirdirectorcornergroup.com dot com